Welcome, this is the Teaching Excellence Podcast for all things FE, teaching, learning, assessment, quality and possibly a few other things along the way. Hosted by Steph Wilkinson and Jade Gibson, leaders in FE who want to support others and make a difference and hopefully spread a little happiness whilst we're at it. Hi everyone, welcome to episode five of the Teaching Excellence podcast. Um, This week we're going to talk a little bit more about professional development, but before we get going, how are you Jade? Hi Steph, I'm great, thank you. I'm really good. How have you been? Uh, Good, yeah, had a really um, a great week last week, lots of really cool uh, focus points, so I had a quality manager from another college come in, which was really interesting to kind of share notes on where we're at at this point of the year and and just comparing roles like which is always really really interesting Mm -hmm. Um, and I led on some power bi training which is my new new favorite toy um (laughs) I like to um kind of trying to trying to get the use of it out there and get people engaged with it so that Mm -hmm. was great and then always I love we have monthly managers meetings which I really love because that's bringing everyone together from the quality team all the managers in the quality team mm-hmm. um where we kind of put everything in the pot and discuss everything that we've been up to and um it was actually very there was some really clear clear leadership from the assistant principal who chairs it this time he had some real definite things on the agenda that he wanted to get through so um as always I miss you not being there because oh. we, we used to uh kind of rule the roost with our (laughs) with our um monthly managers meetings and take them over but no it was it was still you know really I just find it very very useful to talk things through with things through with other managers in the quality team so yeah sure I how about you I definitely miss those meetings they were one of my highlights I think in my uh calendar and Um, I took cake and I took cake yeah and cake (laughs) obviously um yeah no I've been good um last week was the first round of observation training for the new year and it was the first time that I delivered observation training um in my new role so that was really interesting um some really nice feedback and excited observers which was really which mm. was really great and um i i always really enjoyed doing that sort of thing so yeah i really enjoyed that and then the other main part of my week was um doing my sar so um yeah we said we'd talk about sars at some point which we will and um, I mean, it's just I find doing the SAR, albeit you know quite a lot of work, um, I find it quite a useful sort of space to just reflect. Uh, it was more difficult for me this year being new to the role, so I was reflecting on last year, which you know I wasn't there for. But essentially, opportunity to kind of explore a little bit more of what's been happening, how it's been working, what's could be improved you know what's not been working and and therefore help me decide how I was gonna you know move forward with my plans and yeah it's your foundation it'll be your foundation this year so yeah so that was you know it's it's a good opportunity just to reflect and you know invest in that in that space to 
you know find ways forward so yeah no that was my week it's been good um I think we wanted to carry on the discussion didn't we about professional development which um I think could be useful to do and it's quite timely actually because we've got development day on Friday so um you know a a day where all teachers and all staff in the college actually are part of um professional development so I have led on the program for that, albeit, uh, you know, I've not been there very long. And that's been um, where I've had to kind of just try and pull as much um, information and um, opinion and, you know, um, discussion together to create some plans that hopefully people will find useful. So I'll be able to reflect on that once development days actually happened. Yeah. But, you know, whilst I've been prepping that, I've been thinking about lots of different things about what I think contributes to effective professional development, which I know you also, you know, have to consider as part of what you do. Yeah, I'm just looking at the moment. We've got some training that we need to arrange for December. And then we've got our big teacher learning development day in February, which is going to be here before I know it. So mm-hmm. it's actually, we've already started putting our plans in place. And, and it was really interesting because this is what we were discussing before, mm-hmm. um, you know, about like the closing the loop and how important it is and and when we're putting together these programs there's so many different things to think about and I mean I know my role covers FEHE and apprenticeships and yours does as yeah. well um and it's and it's that kind of piecing the puzzle or fitting the pieces together and trying yeah. to bring it all together but it does make planning a development day like really really challenging if you want it to have the impact that you want it to yeah I think we have that pressure don't we just to make sure that it's useful for people and we want it to be useful for people we want it to be a positive um, opportunity for staff so we take on that responsibility of making sure that it is um, effective and impactful so we yeah we we have lots of things to consider and we've gone about it in a similar way I think over time and that we worked really well when obviously we were together but um I think I think it'd be useful just for us to highlight and talk about a few things that we think um have quite a big impact on on designing those sorts of days um I, I know one of them for me is definitely about um setting setting it up and the communication that goes with professional development days is around staff um, having the opportunity to self-reflect and making sure that we create those opportunities for critical self-reflection um just so that you know they're kind of um, involved in opportunities and in, in a time and a space where they can reflect on what they currently do and celebrate the things that they do really well but also to identify things where maybe they can just be slightly different um, not necessarily always better or improving it's not always about that it's just what can I learn that I could do differently going forwards yeah uh, I know that one of the one of the elements that we know is really really key when planning anything is like timeliness of um of that development or training and how it fits yes. in the year so I know um we have the same views over what types of training should happen at what points of the year mm. 
So um, I know with your time of the year now, so the kind of um, the emphasis of your training, your develop that for your development day on Friday. What kind of things have you been trying to put into that day that you, for, for the biggest impact at this point of the year? Yeah, well, the way that I've thought about it is that being relatively early in the year, this is where we want to um, have you know, open open the door to the discussion about lots of different theory and pedagogy and teaching strategies and, you know, just to get people thinking about what what is it in their practice that they're particularly interested on developing over this academic year. So um, I think I mentioned last week that we've created this programme of teaching and learning modules for teaching staff where we've actually got about, I think it's like 15 or so modules um, on the day where the, the day consists of um, two hour slots across these 15 modules um, in a timetable where staff have been asked to look at these modules there's been like we've created a booklet and a description of what each of the modules is about um, and we're saying to staff okay these are all the modules that are available to you have a have a think about which of these are going to have the most impact on what you want to develop and what you want to achieve over this academic year so it's a lot of teaching and learning strategies um, a lot of you know very current issues so uh, linked to strategic priorities like stretch and challenge like assessing progress um etc etc so we've got we have also got a heavy uh, presence of technology related modules as well and yes. then i'm delivering three modules so one um i've created a module called developing outstanding teaching teams and that is specifically for heads of area and program managers and it's going to be a look at um, the research of what is shown to have effective or impact on professional development and creating outstanding teaching teams which I'm really looking forward to actually Um, and then I've got two other modules that I'm doing which one I'm going to do on the science of learning so all about you know, what helps um, students to learn. Um, in in particular, one of the things that I'm going to be looking at is um, I've got a book called Making It Stick, The Science of Successful Learning. So I've been really, I really liked reading that book and I've really liked some of the things in that. So um, I'm going to kind of create it around that. And then um, the other one is around structuring learning. So quite similar in looking at what effective learning is but how we construct structure lessons to make that happen so essentially lots of scaffolding lots of theory lots of links to research and pedagogy and to really get people engaged in what is seen to support and help effective teaching and learning yeah so so you're sparking you're trying to spark some light for them to be able to highlight something that they think that they could build on throughout the year yes so that'll be yeah yeah and so that's that'd be quite nice um with you know thinking I think the timeliness of it is is really nice because people have settled into the term now it is still quite hectic um and you know and it's and we're just getting going but actually we're we're giving that space to really think about um teaching and learning and and then create that longer term 
development over term one and term two. So yeah. I think that links to the the other thing that I'm um, putting in place this year, which I think is actually really important, which we did raise last week, but it's about that longer term development. It's, yeah. you know, not just one-off sessions or one-off days we're kind of starting it on Friday but it'll link all the way through then um you know in for the whole year so um yeah I'm, I'm excited to see how that kind of works out over this year and we're, I'm really going to try to evaluate um teaching staff's views and opinions on on how that goes um other things then that we think work really well um i think the training every session needs to be really explicit about how that training impacts on student learning and student outcomes yeah people have got to see the relevance of the training and and how you know what what actually is it going to do for their learners or you know do for their development yeah a hundred percent and I think talking about relevance as you mentioned before Jade we've we both have to consider FE apprenticeships and HE um, and that sometimes becomes you know quite hard to accommodate everybody because some people actually teach FE and HE or yeah. some people teach FE and um, have a, a apprenticeship role as well so um allowing you know freedom of choice across the whole program and making sure the program sufficiently covers fe apprenticeships and he is you know something that you know presents its own challenges isn't it yeah because we we um uh when we're developing these days and we're trying to make sure that everyone maximizes the day as mm. as much as we hope that they will um so it's really hard to try not to put too many parameters in and not say mm-hmm. you must attend so many sessions or this much must be covered because actually for that individual's professional development it might only be relevant that there's there's two really key things that they want to develop and there's two really good sessions they want to get to and actually then they want to use the time after that session to think about it and to put things into place and so you don't want to be too prescriptive with this must be covered this must be covered because actually for that individual member of staff it might not be right for them but equally Mm -hmm. you really are so keen after all that planning and all that effort of that goes into these days that people really maximize the day and kind of you know um, don't just dip into sessions or attend sessions that you know they don't really have interest in they're just like you know kind of just to fill up the time or yeah it's it's, really tricky it is it's interesting because you know as well as I do that we sometimes um you know have input that says well it's a it's an opportunity to get all staff together and they therefore must attend these compulsory sessions on x y or z but then you're removing the choice and people kind of feel a bit resentful and actually I think if it's anything that's compulsory that we view as compulsory as a college then we need to find a different strategy to put that in place whether it be in team meetings or whether it be in at other times or other places if it's yeah. compulsory we need a way to to roll that out that's not always on development day because we want development day to create that culture around people really owning their professional development 
yeah and and having that choice of things that interest them things that they think will be most impactful but at the same time um you know I I I struggle a little bit when staff email me to say what's the minimum attendance requirement for sessions (laughs) how because it comes across always as how little can I get away with (laughs) and after and because of the time and effort we've put into really trying to think about what goes on that day I I can't help sometimes be a little bit offended but um, I think you know my line is always you know this is kind of what I would expect as an absolute minimum like for example we've said this for this day on Friday um the minimum of one teaching and learning module um attendance however my expectation would be that staff are taking as much of the opportunity to attend as many of those sessions that might be useful to them um so I you know if that was me but it's only because I love to learn things I would look at the day and see how many I could possibly cram in rather than the rather than the opposite but yeah so I I I, but I do understand because you know teachers have a lot of of conflicting priorities yeah and actually for for an individual if there are kind of well-being sessions on that day yeah um, it actually might be most beneficial to them even though we are teaching learning yeah um, quality kind of nerds yeah um, actually (laughs) for that member of staff on that particular day it might actually be most beneficial for them to get along to a couple of well-being sessions yeah um, because they might heavily have been involved in some kind of project or something leading up to you know that's already you know developing teaching and learning actually they need a bit of space to kind of um think you and know, process yeah yeah and have a bit of mental space so it's really yeah you and me take the same approach which is yeah. um we would I would happily learn and, and attend as you know yeah. a CPD session every day for the rest of my life and yeah not- <laughs> and not learn enough <laughs> so yeah. I think it, it's tricky and then it's it's kind of balancing it out with the fact that a lot of people have different priorities of what they consider you know would help their professional development so yeah difficult. Um, yeah it is it's 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 hard to get the balance right but I think um one of the other things that can you know approaches that can be taken as well as individuals um and what's really important about getting that message out that key message is that everybody is reiterating the key message that all managers all leaders are saying take this day as an opportunity to really maximize your professional development um and i think uh, individuals will then understand that we're trying to create what I call like a learning culture so that where we want our students to have that like inquisitive approach to learning we also kind of want teachers to take that approach too Um, and I think the more that we look at how we can build a culture of learning and a culture of professional development or you know my little catchphrase which is a culture of excellence we're not just talking about creating a culture of excellence with for our students we're talking about the creating the culture of excellence for our, for our teachers or for our members of staff and we're yeah. trying to support and put things in place for and that. And then that, that also links through to um, like senior management presence at CPD mm. sessions. It kind of goes through the whole organisation and what we're yeah. expecting our learners and our teachers and our you know middle managers and and it's kind of senior senior management as well to really get involved and, and be hearing the same messages because I think that's what 
um kind of drive that 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 there's a, a um a coordinated approach because everyone's kind of involved in the same discussions yeah so for me I, I think attendance of leaders and managers across the across the college to teaching and learning development sessions can only ever strengthen the mission of trying to improve teaching and learning assessment so for me that's a real for the for any managers and leaders that do attend those sessions I always really appreciate that because it it is I know that it has a really you know um, amplified message that goes with it which is that we're all in it together and we're all moving in the same direction which is about these key messages and these key improvements yeah definitely sure. um I think one of the other things that um for me that I've thought about in terms of you know how to um um or things that I've seen or found as positive is that I think that a real key element to successful training is for the person who's leading that training to be inspiring and to help create and see um get people to see the vision of what how that piece of professional development contributes to the big picture yeah Um, definitely gotta you gotta sell it you gotta sell it you gotta get get people engaged and get people on board with it you've got to have that inspiring kind of way of 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 getting people onto the your wavelength definitely yeah I think um one of the ways that I often think about it is I always try to lead sessions that I'm either motivated about or I'm passionate about or I'm really interested in because that really shines through Mm. and so for example where this time round we've got the advanced practitioners to lead on things that you know are their strengths or things that they're interested in in the hope that that will shine through and that will you know also inspire and enthuse the people that attend the sessions because um i think it's really important that you lead that session with real energy and real positivity because then you're showing people that this really does and can make a difference to the students yeah definitely i think um it will kind of link in as well um where we we've we have this discussion so many times when we you and me were planning kind of development mm. days is the pros and cons of getting in external speakers or yeah. you know people to come in because actually you want them to be specialists you want them to be you know very very passionate about whatever it is that it is that you're trying to cover mm. um and so sometimes it is actually more relevant to get um, and more appropriate to get someone external either to support messages key messages in the college yeah. um but that have that kind of credibility or you know within the industry um but I know that you you know we're both keen towards make sure it's the right person for the college that we're working in as well yeah I think what's really interesting for me is um uh, being a person that gets to gets to choose who you know who we use as extra support and who we get in as externals is it's it's often conversations that I have either at events or it's um, the messages that they're projecting out on social media, on Twitter, etc. If I feel like that kind of aligns with what I'm trying to do in the college, and, and that's often how it feels like a good fit, isn't it? 
yeah you it does it it's not even it just when someone just fits into exactly what your college ethos is or um, what you're trying to achieve or what you're striving for and pushing for in the college and then you just you know if someone's got a similar messages um yeah. and like we both use twitter quite heavily or yeah. linkedin or um or just blogs or anything that we actually then feel that it has that similar um it's like a vibe isn't it yeah it's <laughs> similar sometimes vibe hard then. to describe but yeah then because that actually it just supports it supports w- what's going on in the college um and I always feel that sometimes if I'm a lone voice or I feel like I'm a lone voice mm. um for something that I feel is very important and and you know there, it does lend itself if you get someone external who who can kind of support that and say, no, this is right. This is what we should be doing. This is how, you know, the the, the momentum is moving towards this. Mm-hmm. And it, then it makes you feel at least as if you're not going completely crazy. And yeah. it's not just you thinking that it's going to be a good idea. It gives, it brings that to it. But yes. equally that person needs to have that inspiring, engaging um, approach and like that dying dynamic kind of attitude that will bring it to life yeah and I think I think often a different face just helps to consolidate the messages um it sometimes feels frustrating as some as as a as a leader in in FE because you want to say yeah this is what I've been saying all along but (laughs) it's just because someone else is saying it that they quite you know it go it lands better or it lands more readily and and actually I just accept that now that sometimes yeah. just re- I know that that's the case but sometimes they just want to hear it from someone else as well um, yeah and 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 what I find really useful about externals is when they emphasize the research or very current thinking or yeah. you know it's not it's not always hinged on um things from a long time ago it's it's really up to date it's really current and it's really helping us to solve the problems or the challenges that we currently face in the college I think that's really important yeah um I think the other um the other one of the other key things for me that works really well is about taking people's start points into account so when I say um, everybody's start points I mean the people who are attending the session so like we do for our students we differentiate I think it's really important to plan and differentiate for the people who are attending the session so we already mentioned about FER, ANS and HE and if we're doing like for example a uh, 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 science of learning module that I'm going to be doing you know mm-hmm. I will include examples and talk about examples from FE apprenticeships and HE because I'll think I think that's important depending on who I've got in front of me but mm-hmm. um, that got me thinking about how we assess or try to gather some information about people's start points before the session runs so what I'm trialing for Friday is we're doing um, just a really simple um, pre-session assessment. So we're using Microsoft Forms just to do a really simple, easy, um, three questions really, I think I've decided on, um, if I remember rightly. So one, the first one is, what are the top three things that you want to get out of the session? Because Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to ask that question. And then... um, the second one is um, what are the main challenges that you face relating to the subject of the session? So just trying to get a little bit more underneath what are people's current challenges or perceived challenges that they face 
um you know with whatever it is that the the session is about and then the third one is just a really open question about is there anything else um or you know um would you like to give anything any other points um or that you would like the person leading the session to know or be aware of and that can be just you know wide open so um i think it'll just be interesting to put that out there and give us as as people who are leading the sessions across all of those 15 different teacher learning modules some just real insight into what people want to get out of the session yeah because i think think then we can at least try to address it can't we yeah (laughs) that's the dream (laughs) yeah that is the dream so I think we've got um just keep an eye on time I think we've got a whole another bit next week on potentially then a bit more discussion on closing the loop and how to maximize the impact of training I'll be able to talk about how development day went and sort of that initial feedback from development days and talk about the three modules actually that might be quite nice to talk about the three modules that I'm going to run and how 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 they go and the feedback I get from them um yeah so I've got I've actually got a little um job on at the moment where I'm looking at how we evaluate um both internal and external CPD yeah um and how that's captured and and acted upon so Great. um that'll be quite good to discuss as well yeah no we'll but we'll definitely look at that next week then so i think i'll we'll finish with some tips for teachers going into development day because um these are things that i've been trying to communicate i suppose this week is um not number one for me is take as much opportunity and space to attend as much of that professional development opportunity on development day as they can just to have that space to reflect on what they do to both confirm what they're doing is great but also just look if there's anything new anything different that they might be able to trial and experiment with going forward this year yeah Um, two is definitely go decide what you're going to take from the sessions that you attend and trial and implement what you've learned because yeah. it's easy just to forget about it when you when you've done development day um but we're planning to in, in all of the sessions the last 10 minutes is about um reflecting an action setting action planning what they're going to use and how they're going to implement what they've learned hopefully so that'll be interesting yeah. and then three for me would be to share with your team what you've learned um and and then also engaging that ongoing discussion of what what's been great about what you've learned and what you've implemented but also what's not worked and what yeah. what needs to you know what needs further work or further consideration um so hopefully everyone will get something useful out of development day on friday at our college um, i'm looking forward to delivering the modules and gathering some feedback because that will inform how we go forward then um, our next development day is in february similar to similar time to yours probably um, yeah so i'm, g- I'm going to be learning from your development day this friday yeah. from what you tell me yeah of course <laughs> and I'll, I'll be making tweaks and changes to my plan for february so it <laughs> yeah. <all> works <laughs> okay so um thanks jade and i'll thanks, uh, we'll speak to you next week okay speak soon bye bye, bye. Thanks for listening to the Teaching Excellence podcast. Leave us a voice message in Anchor. 
tweet us and let us know what you think or what you want to hear on the show. Tune in next week for more. Have an amazing week and be the best version of you.